This is true buzz that Mary Jane. Now we ain't new to this. From my stones and from my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up. Perfect show for my smokers. True buzz. Hey. Your last harvest was the best you've had. Oh yeah, definitely. Tell me about that, man. I'm, uh, I was happy I miss being there shooting year. videos. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, usually we had the outdoor spot, like the second bigger one where we've done most of our videos, but that spot just like totally went to shit again. You know, my buddy had this idea of doing like a netting thing to keep the bugs out basically, but it didn't work out because, you know, once something got in there, it was like fucking in there, you know? Oh, it couldn't get out, yeah, so it had it to fuck get shit. Out, okay. Or, like oh. it just didn't have as good of airflow, and the plants got so huge, you know. And it was just a waste, total so waste was it, over there, you know. But it was a good learning experience at the end of the day, uh, or was it? Yeah, at the end of the day, it was like, yeah, if you can't be there, it's like you can't count on anyone else to like fucking take care of it. You know? So you how how often like, were you there? Like uh, not as much as I would want to be, you know. I've been busier now with the family and stuff getting bigger. It's just like hard to keep up with them on a day to day basis. But it's like I don't know, at least like once a week or something. But like once you get like bud rod or PM and stuff outdoor, it's like if you don't really like attack it, you're just gonna like and get PM's pest? It's powdery mildew. Oh powder powder okay interesting. and that's just like uh it's like in the air it's like everywhere dude it's like you see it on plants it's like a white fuzz you'll see it on weeds tomatoes all different kinds of plants can get it you know so it can get on your clothes and it can get into your grow you know that's why like that like you know bigger grows you'll like change your clothes before you go in or wear like covers on your shoes and stuff like that so you can't bring anything like that in well is there a certain time period you think or like when it when, uh, it, when it's, it's infected it's or whatever like, it seems like in this when it's more moist outside like in the late summer and stuff you'll see it happen like if a one part of the plant doesn't get a lot of direct sunlight that'll be like prone to getting it on that area of the plant. So, you know? so like what, how could you fix that? Like ventilation? Uh, or like... You can remove it. You can, you just have to like spray for it with like fungicides and stuff like plant therapy, or you could use EM five or lots of different stuff, you know, but you have to just do like your like preventative maintenance to prevent it. Or you'll, you'll probably, you will get it, you know, cause it's just in the air, you know? It's crazy. Yeah. It's uh so that was you ran into that before, right? This was just the yeah, worst. This, this is just this, the worst. This year I would say I had the least time at that row that I've been able to have, you know? And so like, you know, my my partner just didn't do their part enough, so it was just like a complete loss, you know? Which sucks because the plants were fucking huge. Yeah, I think you yeah sent me some there, pictures there beforehand. Some, I was like, damn, like, these things are like beasts. I took clones off of all of them, you know, and I grew some at, at my place and they came out fire. I got some new ingredients that just like kind of took everything to another level. It seemed like, you know, maybe it was the genetics. Just, I don't know. It's hard to tell until you do like a side by side, but. 
And these were, you did those, the ones you're talking about now, this was indoor grow or those uh, were outdoor? They were outdoor. I did some indoor too, but the outdoor actually turned out better than the indoor, you know, surprisingly. So that was, so you're saying the, the best batch you'd done was the outdoor batch? Yeah. yeah okay. Huh? Some, and like, is that what this uh, is here? Um, No, it's gone, dude. It, <laughs> <laughs> we, we harvested in like October and what, it's February, you know, it lasted for a while, but there's a piece of some of the outdoor here but it's not like the best of the best that's like the worst of what's left you know you know because you just want to smoke your best shit first but. Oh, it looks pretty fucking good no not that one that's that's from a friend this right is there. yeah yeah but that that's the last of what you're saying yeah this is like the last of uh a nug of the outdoor i didn't even like trim it all the way but that was uh, Northern Lights crossed with uh, Willie Nelson. OG. That was like a pack of seeds someone gave me from that Masonic guy. Word. Is that what this is? Is this the same thing here? This Northern Lights seal? Yeah. It's all right. It, but I dried it way too much. You know, I got like excited about my harvest, you know, and you know it, got, it got ahead of me. So it just... Uh, Dude, I'd, it's too dry, but I this, wanna, this could have been pretty good. I want to give, dude, there's this fucking, uh, I know there's this, the clone guy. I don't know if you have seen him in dispensaries. He sells clones in all these dispensaries in LA. But there's this another guy who came, he was up north and he recently did his first drop, I think in SoCal, because mm -hmm. I was at this Mother Nature's Remedy in like the Woodland Hills area. Yeah. But they said they've been selling cases of these clones because this guy is just known to have the super fire, like Granddaddy Perp, some other ones. I think they're selling for like 15, 20 bucks. So like oh, fucking okay. pretty What's what are they? What's he called? Um, that's a good question. Oh. I forget. I was just kind of like BS and talking about it. And like, yeah, this shit's been selling like crazy. They're they're really solid and they looked honestly like I'm not downplaying the clone guy. Yeah. What he does, I don't even know him. But these looked like super healthy, super right. Right. Um, but it's cool. You can just go into a shop and get that for like twenty bucks. Exactly. That's I think what, that's what yeah. I did last year. That was like part of having such a good harvest is I like bought some clones finally instead of growing everything from seed and hoping to get like a good pheno or whatever. It's just like, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to buy some clones. And I got GMO uh, mochi, which is like gelato number 47, I think. And uh, now and later, that was pretty good. But the GMO, that's the best, dude. Yeah. That's so good, dude. It's just yields so heavily. It takes longer. You can take up to like 12 weeks, but that shit is dope, dude. It's just Bro. like a heavy yielder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I like, dude, and that's where I need to just, uh, and I'll show you here after I finally have space. Because yeah. I've saying that for fucking years. I'm like, I don't have space. Now I do. So I need to fucking make some moves happen and grow some shit. Yeah. Cause it's like, and I have, it's the crazy thing is right. When you have your med card, I can grow as much as I fucking want. Right. To an, like in this place, I can, I don't think I could, I think I could literally put as much as I want in this place and be fine. I don't, I don't even know anymore. I, Cause yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought you could just have six plants, but I guess if, but you that's recreation. Yeah. Card, yeah. You can probably have I, up to like 99. Yeah, the, the, I think or? the, when I was doing, and that's, I could probably look it up right now, but when I was looking at it earlier, it's, it was more of like a square foot area. I think oh, okay. it was saying like whatever you can fit in this area. I'm like, all right. Oh, that's sick. Like man. you said, it takes the time. Is like, I've been having trouble even making videos and podcasts, being so damn busy. But I think like even like, and I've been like the little bonsai is my baby I have behind you, and I haven't trimmed it yet, cut it, 
and I was gone for the past two days, mm -hmm. so I didn't get a water, but you see the leaves are a little droopy. Yeah. But I've just had it in the sunlight right here and it's been loving it. I'll even close my curtain and keep it there. Yeah. Um, so that's been interesting, but super easy. But I feel like it, there's something nice about it, like having that, like, which yeah, I'm sure you know. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you should totally get something started. I feel like that's the way to go. Yeah. We need, and I, I can't wait, bro, because it's it, we've been talking about like for like since we've been doing these and doing videos before. Like, there's gonna be a day that down the line, like where we just do some super sick shit. Yeah, you know, we like, gotta collaborate. Yeah, on it. that way it's easier to like keep the genetics, you know. And that's where like, yeah, and that's where I feel like our skill sets are cool too, because like you definitely have like the growing skill set and many others, you know, you're a salesman, you're a personal guy, but I feel like too, I can help with that side as well. Like, I feel yeah. like you have it all. I feel like you could have your own flower brand and be the sales guy and grower and hire other growers and train them. But I feel like we could have something really cool in the future. Yeah, that would be dope, dude. That's what it's all yeah, about, right? It's, it's like, like it's, what would you, would you want to... Would you want to go outside of anything besides flour? Because you don't really do much other edibles and stuff like um, that. I've done edibles, you know, but then I met you and I'm like, oh, this guy fucking knock out <laughs> the edibles, dude. It's like, I don't know. I don't have as much time as I used to, but like definitely like hash making and stuff. It would be cool to get into, but it's it's hard to make without a cold room, you yeah. know, to make like the stuff that I, that that's like worth making, I feel like. Oh, and you know what's funny, man? That Keith, the dry ice Keith video we did. Yeah. I still get direct messages on Instagram for people asking for seats. Oh, really? I know. Like, we, it's, it's, it's funny because we shot that so long ago, and, I, and I'll try to, but they usually go to like my spam box or whatever it is on yeah. IG or whatever it's called. I don't know what the tab is. So I'll click there every so often and respond like, hey, man, I'm sorry I'm out, but thanks for watching. But it's just funny to see because we like low key mentioned that. Yeah. Well, people are into collecting <laughs> seeds. I have a friend that's just like, he got into growing, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> sometimes they just people like to buy shit you know and then they have all these new crosses and names and it's like wow you have like 40 packs of seeds and you have a tent that has six plants max you know but people like to collect them you know and buy them and people wait in line to buy packs of shit and there's flippers that do that and just flip them and stuff you know and it's Game. They've gotten popular. I haven't been on the weed Instagram thing for like several months now. I'm like logged out of my thing. So I'm like out of the loop, you know, but it was getting pretty crazy with like $600 packs of seeds and shit like that. It's like pretty nuts. Dude. Yeah, There's definitely huh. like a lot of money to be made in like the seed making and the breeding and all that. Did you see um, that whole, it's been in like the news a fair amount lately, the whole Jungle Boys deal? No. They got raided last week or the week before. They're like stores? Yeah, they're stores. And oh, okay. it was because they owed, don't quote me on this, look the article up, but um, it was because they owed something from like taxes during COVID oh, that okay. they had. And then they sent a rebuttal and they had all the paperwork and shit, but there was some other people having theories about why it happened. But it was just interesting to see because I watched a video of like, Fucking like eight cops just chilling in Jungle Boys, like even took like the bud tenders tips. Wow. It's like, dude, like this is legitimate. Like, I don't like sure maybe they owed money or I don't really know the whole thing, but to me it was just ridiculous because I see this. I'm like, this is like a legitimate dispensary, dude. Like these dudes have been paying their dues, right? Like Yeah. 
it's it used to happen all the time like earlier when i was younger going to dispensaries you'd just be like oh it's shut down well, those are like illegal though no those were legal dude what yeah they would dude legal dispensaries like fucking when the, when the medical card age you know like in like early 2000s you know like i used to go to this place called organica there used to be a place called Marina Caregivers, both near like Venice and Marina del Rey. And they would just I think raped. Marina Caregivers is still there, maybe. I'm pretty yeah, sure. I think they're still around. Yeah. yeah. But like, dude, those places have all like they just come in and they take all the stuff. And like so a lot of the times will be zero arrests made and they just get robbed basically by like the police, you know? That's why it's <laughs> as a, far as I know, you know? Yeah, but that's it's, it's like it's weird because it's like still like federally illegal, you know. I yeah, know. like I, lots of shops get raided and then they just pop back up. Well, like, know? but like these, like this state, and that's before even like that's like the you know before I was really in the space out here at least. I was in Kansas, I think, at the time mostly, but it's like the but those were more still even during that time. I feel like it was more a black area. Like now that it's more recreational yeah, legal. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's like busting in. Yeah, they're like a huge shop. Yeah, like they, they, they yeah, that's really, what I'm they've saying. They've been around for a while, you know. They have two like shops that do like fucking, I don't know how many millions, but a lot, like they, a lot of money. They probably are doing a million on a Friday, you know. <laughs> should, some of these shops are dude numbers, dude. Like, some, yeah, and some don't, have, like, and, and that's the crazy giant, thing, dude. They have their own giant warehouses. They have. Like but you go they may, they, and they still can't even grow enough flour for their two shops they have you know they have like outsourced flour there too you know so oh yeah like, huh. yeah the, the white label game is real and it's crazy because some i feel like and i was talking to somebody else about this like dude i was working for this company and i was selling this shit for you know 70 and eighth mm -hmm. but we are white labeling the same flour for another company that was selling it for 35 or 40. So it's yeah. like, that's where it's crazy of how much like, just like branding counts. Right. Like yeah, that's what I hate about this. Yeah. Like, I don't, I really don't like going to the weed store anymore because like, it's just like, is every, it's either you go to an illegal shop and it's like, you probably like that shit's like sprayed with like pesticides or something. Cause so, you know, you can lower your costs by minimizing your loss, but like in the shops, it has to be tested and everything. But is it really, you know, and then what you're talking about, I don't know. And then it's like, oh, this is like, an, you can get this deal. This doesn't sound like that bad. It's like an ounce for like 140 or something, but then it's going to be like, like 220 just like mids. Well, you then, uh, then, then you throw the tax, the tax on. on yeah. It too, well, it's like, know? Like, it's like, I've, I look at menus online every now and then, and it's like, oh, man, I want to go spend 500 bucks and check it out, you know? But it's like, at the same time, you know, I could get way more bud, like, another way, you know? And I, I feel that. And that's, but it's cool to have the variety and have yeah. all these things available, but it's just, like, it's fucking a ripoff. Like, for, like, the best flower, it's 65 bucks an eighth, and, like, during the like earlier in the medical weed times where it was like you paid to get your weed card, you know, like everyone and their mom in California paid 40 bucks to get their card. It would be like 65 bucks, you know, and you'd get a quarter. 
It's well, like I guess the, I guess there's like still the, those. There's the still prices like doubled, kind of. Well, yeah, yeah I would. Yes, and also though, there's those other options that are still like your beast or like decent that are still cheaper. Yeah, but like I guess that's the. It's hard because that's part of the thing, right? It's like it's everybody in the weed game, like we were talking earlier, is such a value hunter, myself included. If I go to a shop and they have buy one, get one on whatever eighth it is and I check it out and it's a pretty good eighth, yeah, I'm probably going to buy that over what I initially came in for. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I'm, I just usually want to get the best stuff they have, but it's like there's so much shit that I just... Do you have a brand? I feel, Do you, what, I feel like bad, like looking through so much stuff. And now it's like with the way it is in a legal shop, it's like they have like a one nug sample, you know, and like a little salt and pepper shaker that you can smell. And it's like you can't really like see the bud unless you like get to see like a good that, handful, I'm a, I'm you know? a big fan of just having the jar out. And what I've realized too is that is like, not the dispensary's job, I don't think. I think it's the flower brand's job to have their sales rep or whoever come in and say, hey, I'll credit you to put a fresh sample in there. Because sometimes you smell the samples or you look at it and you're like, this motherfucker looks like old. Right. It looks like oxidized and shit. It's like, yeah. so it, that's where it's like you need to, because I, <laughs> I think that's like underestimated because that's what people do. Like before anybody buys flower, right, they're going to smell it. So that sample always needs to be fresh as fuck. To me personally, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it should be on a schedule. Change that thing out every two weeks. Let the bud tender have the eighth or whatever it is, because I've I've sm smelt some old ass <laughs> samples. Bro. I'm like, but the they brand's should, dope. They should just let you be like, here, you can just try a little bowl of like three of them or a couple of them. But like, I know how like the laws are, but that's how it should be. You'd be like, yeah, try a little, you know. But it's like there's too much legality involved with that, you know. Or you, that's a great like, point it's, though it's just it, to, when you get weed it's nice to be able to like touch it and smell it oh yeah you, know, you want to feel it feel if it's like crispy or like it's too soft you know like you, you want to like get all the elements of it not just like smell it through a jar you know have you um by chance caught any of uh, inspector ganja who's come on before yeah i heard that guy yeah He's, he's pretty it sounded cool you yeah know, he reviews all these brands and stuff but it's like i just hate that like 75 dollar eights it's like yeah you'd better fucking be great yeah that's what, he, that's, what, that's what he was saying he's like yeah. and that's like it better be like blowing my mind but it's like that's the hard part like i don't buy enough of the flour from the shops to know like all right is this uh cannabiotics or connected or what's the other like big brand that's like 65 bucks an eighth Can right antibiotics connect there, there's a bunch there's like one more that like a lot of the delivery services carry around here i forget what it's called they have like i can't you know i want to it's uh, like they have like gelinade and like is it alien labs? alien labs yeah alien labs are the other like 65 75 dollar an eighth spot that like lots of places carry on delivery and at a lot of shops around here. But it's like, how much better is that than the shit? Well, it's like well, 50 bucks. Well, ex you know? Exactly. Like, and then I got to spend a hundred and something dollars if I can find out myself. Well, exactly. You know, so. And like ha having some of that around is dope to me, but that's where like I've said it on these podcasts all the fucking time is like, um, like I have like a homie like you who can, you know, grows his own shit. Like I'll, I'll go and buy edibles and shit, but it's like, to me, this is the way I look at it personally. If I'm gonna buy a $75 eighth, 
that's two or 3000 milligrams of like RSO I could buy, or that's a couple hundred milligrams of a drink or like some, you know, yeah. certain you, things. You like that stuff better. Yeah. You know? Well, it, it's not even, it's not even that. It's just that like, I like it better for the price because it's actually like the technology and the ingredients and the time it takes to make it. There's no way I could achieve that on my own scale. Whereas yeah. like somebody like you can achieve really quality buds that are bomb. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just hard to achieve those other products. Yeah. We don't have a lab. Yeah. Yeah. So that's we what could, that, that, that yeah. Awesome and that's why I fuck yeah. with it. And that's why I fuck with it hard. Like yeah. as I spill my fucking J out and I'm <laughs> I fuck with it hard. Dump this bitch out. Yeah. I like didn't buy any bud for a while, dude. Like, cause it came out so good this time. Yeah, I don't know it, if you've checked out Build a Soil. I know you like YouTube. Say it again? Build a Soil. No, it sounds familiar. You fuck. should definitely check them out, dude. They're, it's like a pretty awesome company. And they sell all these uh, organic amendments. They have like really good content on YouTube. They have like this whole 10 by 10 series on all the different ways you can do your tent. You know? Okay. Yeah. It's like, dude, they'll, it's like a free grow education. And they have like, some sick products that I've been trying that have just like just like soil no I I got this stuff called grower secret that's made from like a culture of a mushroom with papayas and pineapples in Hawaii you literally use like one or two drops a gallon and you can spray it on or you can water it and I don't know the plants fucking love that shit they just look like healthy as fuck the fan leaves on my plants are just like bursting so you have a batch going right now yeah of course you do yeah (laughs) he's like you motherfucker of course i always got i have like one batch going (laughs) and then i have like three more plants to replace those when i harvest the hard part is drying you know because like how i have it set up i've been drying in my grow you know so i'll like pull my soil out and i'll like box it up you know and kind of like let it some worms kind of like work through the soil and stuff in between grows but i think so so drying in the same area is hard you're saying as i as i grow because then you have to stop growing you know because you can't so you just need another grow you just need a dry room basically yeah i need a drying room you know (laughs) exactly that's why it's cool to like collaborate and stuff you know like for sure bro that was the first i remember when you took me to that one when you were working on that one in downtown LA, wherever it was, and I was going through my phone the other day and I looked at that picture. I was like, that was the first biggest grow. I've, that's still the biggest like kind of low key grow I've been in for sure. Yeah. But at that time I hadn't done tours of like places like THC design or like farm in the lab and whatnot of like yeah. these other facilities. But at that time I was like, shit, I was fucking legit, dude. Yeah, it was pretty legit for sure. They had a good setup because they had a fucking good area to do. That was, was, that was hydroponic, right? Or was that soil? No, it was all hydro. We actually had, there was like one section that ended up being soil, but what, it was hydro. You, what's, what's your thoughts on that? Because I know, I think we've talked about it before of different brands doing it. If you, you, at the end of the day, you think soil definitely creates a better product, just more natural? Or do yeah, you think I that? I think soil, it'll give you like a better flavor. Just better terps. And like, do you think it's a terpene thing? Like what, yeah, what is like it? better terpenes because like, just because the like amendments in the soil i don't know like the best weed i've had is some of this weed i grew outside in soil that's like three years old now you know oh, sure. so it's just like 
cycled through there's like lots of life in it like it's called living soil you know yeah i remember you telling me about yeah, that so when i look at my soil i like if i like just rub off the top layer it just is like fucking moving you know there's like worms bro i was sorry to interrupt i was oh, watching i was watching this crazy fucking documentary like last week and it was about how soil can save the world because it, like People are like, they were saying like, yo, and I didn't even think about this poorly because people think of like dirt, they're like soil is not dirt. Like you're saying, like soil is actually living. Like, and the guy said he had an example. He's like, he's like the amount of soil that's right here, it was like a small amount. He's mm -hmm. like, there's more um, microorganisms in this amount of soil than there are fucking people in the universe, like world. Yeah, it's. Crazy. I'm like that's fucking yeah. nuts. Like, you, like when you buy a bag of microbes, it'll be like, oh, 10 million fucking yeah. microbes <laughs> of this kind. Yeah, yeah. like. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Like, there's this whole, like, uh, like universe under the earth of, like, fungi, you know, know, that's all interconnected. That's how, like, forests stay alive, you know? It's fucking crazy, dude. Like, if you look at a forest, like, all the trees are, like, mostly, like, the same. Because, like, if one tree isn't getting as good of a nutrition, they can use, like, the fungi to communicate to, like, get that tree, like, more nutrition and shit like that it's pretty insane i can be that fun guy i'll talk to it yeah <laughs> exactly stupid no, joke but it's like <laughs> it's uh funny. it's pretty cool dude basically like the way we farm they're like cutting away the soil and washing away all the soil and just adding fertilizer you know on top and it's like just destroying the planet but like some of these farms in uh like humboldt you know they're just like building up the earth they're just like closed loop they don't like bring in much shit at all they just reuse everything yeah it's like every year they like flip their beds on top of each other and just replant we with that and that's what the documentary was sorry i was just like adjusting some stuff but um that's what the documentary was talking about was that that's exactly why like the dust bowl happened yeah, they, they just, just abused the fucking land. They scraped all yeah. the nutrients, and they continued to, and, the, and then they would spray chemicals on it, right? To, to and then they would be, oh, because it made farming easier, right. and then they fucking put themselves in a fucking problem, and it's still happening today, like you're saying. Yeah, so they have to just like try and like build it up and up with topsoil, but it's all like dried out, you know. So there's like no nutrients. So without like man going in to like fix it, it's like won't fix itself, you know. Maybe after like a yeah, yeah I was gonna time, say I think it's I, gonna need like a fucking tsunami to wash. Like, yeah, it makes sense. Of, like like, like seawater and like yeah. other shit on there, and then eventually it would like come back over time. But if it's all dried out like that dust bowl, if like the environmental stuff doesn't change drastically, it'll just stay like that. You know, for sure. The soil becomes like cement. You know, it's just all dried out, and whatever water goes on it just goes like right over the. The soil and just runs off back into the ocean oh, and, it, and it pulls off whatever nutrients and topsoil are there like the little that's like accumulating and just washes it away you know and you you fucking like just talk about this opened my mind because i'm like it made sense during the documentary too like but what you're saying makes more sense like it's a man-made problem man needs to fix it yeah, right it's like only, yeah it's like the only ones who can we're the only ones who can fix it you know because we did it yeah, we did it. And it's yeah. like the more like plants that you take away, the less uh, air there's going to be or oxygen, you know? And that's what I think when, when you say that, I think about places like even out here in L.A., but I s especially think about 
Central Park, yeah. like the lungs of New York. Yeah. Like who and whoever, I forget the person's name who decided to do that, had the foresight to say like, we need this. Cause like, if that wasn't there, it would be a way more fucked up situation. I think, I, I don't even know if it'd be it, it, the air quality would be like super probably fucked up. worse. Yeah. yeah. It's like a plants are like, a yeah, like the, filter, yeah, exa you know? exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. My cousin used to work at this place called Alpenglow Farms. They're like, you should check them out for sure. Alpenglow? Yeah, they do some really cool uh, videos on Instagram, just like live. Is like, that weed or just... They, yeah, they grow weed. They're like fully legal. In California? Humble. Yeah. Okay, in California. Sure. They have some like uh, collab with like nausea or something they with have, the they, temple balls yeah they're doing they have like a strand like lava gift or something that's their strand that you can get like uh, not too the, far from here i wanted to try one i think it's a uh in thousand oaks i'll i'll swoop one up for you because i i go to all these shops i see them i see nausea quite often actually at the okay. temple balls at least if i'm not mistaken it's like a rosin this one it's like a rosin oh, okay I know okay. they have it at some place. Okay, I think I think probably Stash and Studio City will have it. They're pretty rosin heavy. Oh, okay. I, I love those guys over there. So I'll, if I see it, I'll soup it up for you. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, yeah, I've always wanted to try some other shit, you know, but it, usually it doesn't make it down this far, you know? Well, and that's what's interesting too, is the whole supply chain thing. Because it's like, and I've ran into people like this guy who's selling RSO or other people or even companies I've worked for is like the whole supply chain issue. Like if somebody in, up north has a bomb thing, it's like they have to go through so much. Like they have to pay their distributor. They have to have their hubs possibly in SoCal. Like it's a process. Sometimes it should be so much easier for a, a small like grow to get their shit out. Nah, like they yeah. need to have I mean, laws the, the in place. The whole point is making it harder. Yeah, yeah exactly. Know? Yeah, it's they fucked just up. want to make it harder, dude. I haven't watched the news much at all lately, but I turned it on like yesterday for a minute, and it's like, oh yeah, our tech guy said he didn't think this was gonna happen, but here it is. Uh, the U.S. is wants to come out with digital currency, like instead of cash now, you know. And I'm like, dude, I saw I saw like, some uh, some yeah. shit. About <laughs> what's well, crazy because you know that yeah it's like because they, like, they were like china's ahead of us because they did it and they banned crypto and they have their own like currency or something you know like digital you know well that's where i feel like maybe this is me just being a conspiracy i'm not even a conspiracy guy but i'm I, like i think things like it's just funny how things play out like oh okay ukraine starts happening covid's over it's like, okay, Ukraine starts happening. Now they're making moves on cryptocurrency. It's like, maybe I am a conspiracy guy and just, but it's like, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like we're just, they're making us turn our heads another way when shit's going on another way. Like right now we're looking at Ukraine, why there's this whole crypto deal going on before we are looking it's at COVID. Like, oh yeah, sweet, yeah. COVID's over. Oh, gas is six bucks. Oh, yeah. Weird. What happened? Yeah, it's like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? It's like, but it's crazy. But it's I, like, I, it's the one thing, sorry to interrupt you. It's no, just good. like, he's like, yeah, we're going all electric by 2025. And it's like, yeah, no wonder gas is six Who bucks. said that? Fucking Biden. What? <laughs> yeah, they're going to make all the car companies with like all the new cars that come out after 2025 have to be electric. That's what they're trying to do. And now it like gas is six bucks. So it's like, how the fuck are you going to get more people to want to buy more electric cars right away? We'll make gas like six bucks. You know? well, what I, well, yeah, <laughs> that'll exactly. do it real yeah, quick. Yeah. You know? and what, what I always thought too, even way before this was that if I had some land, I would love to put a big tanker on it 
Yeah. As much as much money as I could put in it and fill that bitch with gas. Because there's always going to be old muscle heads driving muscle cars. There's always going to be people in love with the old mechanics of automobiles. Yeah. And I feel like if you fucking had the space, and I'm sure people are doing sitting on, or just build barrels. Like, if you could just build barrels of gas and put them in reserve, yeah, that shit's going to be good. It's still going to run a fucking 1969 Mustang or whatever. Right. Like, these motherfuckers are going to pay. I, I just feel like, dude, if you're gonna like be like all about like infrastructure or whatever, I'm like I'm not too into it. It's like every house should have solar if you're gonna say that all cars are gonna be electric, or it's just you're gonna be paying for it one way or the other, you know? Because you're gonna have to like charge your car up at your house every night. It makes me wonder, like, what's you know? go- what, what's going on on the back end though? Because right, did did the government not bail these automobile companies out? So maybe they're gonna get a fat influx of cash. Like, all right, we're going to give you the tech. We're going to give you what you need. Well, they're going to sell like a shitload of new cars because everyone's going to want an electric car because it'll start being easier to have an electric car. I don't. I mean, I do, but I don't. Like right now, it doesn't make sense to me. Like you're saying, like it's it's inflated. I still don't think it even financially makes sense to do that. Yeah, it just. I bought a new car recently and it's like you buy it and then it's like 10,000 bucks more because like, yeah, a lot of people want cars. So we're just going to tack on 10 grand. You know, that's how it is. Right that's now. why I'm thinking about selling yeah. my car. Cause I've, I don't it's know if I t- really good time to sell. Well, that's why, I, that's why I, if you can live without it or you have another. Well, what, I, what I'm thinking about doing, dude, is getting rid of all this and living mobile home life, like in a van, oh, sprinter okay. van. Yeah. I'm heavily thinking this. Cause what I'm thinking is that's two years of rent. I, I could have like a dope fucking sprinter van or RV pimped out for yeah. two years of rent and I own it. Yeah, I've seen those Sprinter vans. We go camping with yeah, family I, and like I look in them. I've been looking like, at it. And I'm like, is that like a marble shower? Yeah, like, like, dude, dude, like, dude, yeah, it's it's fucking us. I, dude, I, I look at this shit several times a week and yeah. there are some that are fully finished with the showers, all that. But I saw one the other day that was the best deal. I don't have the money to pull the trigger right now, but I just keep an eye on this shit just for my own knowledge. Yeah. It was $27,000. Mm-hmm. But him and his family member, had, or who was a carpenter, had halfway finished the inside. That's sick. But what I think I'm going to do is my family is super talented. I have a sister and two brothers who are super handy with wood and basically carpenter, like really fucking good. So I think I'm just going to buy a sprinter van and have ha, like pay them to pimp it out custom. Okay. Yeah, I'll pay them to make me a pimped out camper shell for my truck. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, and- I saw this. I saw one with like a guy has like a cabin that pops up. This dude who goes to Big Bear all the time. I'm like, that's freaking dope, dude. That's <laughs> sick. Yeah. And it makes sense. And it, well, that's where, yeah, like, I'm also in a. a oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is for you. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's where it's, I'm in a different, like, I can never pull it off, I think. And, like, it would be hard, way harder. And I don't, this sounds weird saying, but it would be way harder for you to pull off just because I feel like, you know, I don't have a family. <laughs> no, my girlfriend, she's like, yeah, let's just get a trailer. We can do that. I'm like, we have kids. We can't do that. She'd, she'd be all about it. Yeah. But we'd have to go a lot bigger than a Sprinter. We need like a full-on RV. Dude, some of those are pretty reasonable. Like if you're going to get a tow behind, which you probably could in that car you had, it looks like it has like towing capacity, that yeah. new Kia. Um, and that was what I was thinking too. I was almost thinking, but my we're going to get on a tangent here real quick. But I was thinking a couple different things. My, my heart's telling me to go towards a Sprinter van because I can pimp it out, make it dope. And it's also low key. I could park it basically on any street. 
Yeah, that's a like huge it's component. Not longer than yeah, like a big like a full size pickup. You know, yeah, and like and or even like having like one of those Lance like the pickup bed campers. Yeah, that was that's my kind of runner up right now because I could buy a dope pickup truck and like drop that off and still drive the truck. Yeah, the Sprinter. I've been in one one time. Like we, some guy rented one for like this trip for the job I had. Dude, I I'm six feet tall. You can walk around in it. Like, yeah, dude, it's like yeah, stove. In a camper shell. You can't like comfortably walk around yeah. in it and stuff. Dude, my, like, my bosses is pimped the out. The sprinters are so customizable too. Like every time I see one, I'm trying to get a peek inside. And, and like, you would oh, never what know. Have, what you, do you have in that Yeah, thing? you would never yeah. know what's in there, dude. Yeah, because there's all different ones, you know, and it's like, so it's just like a box. It's like an apartment. Or, can I, I'm going to throw this idea out and if somebody out there takes it, take it. I've had other ideas taken off my show and stuff. But, I want to do a um, mobile, potentially podcast studio first, and make money off the vehicle, and then pimp it out, or have it pimped out from the beginning as a home. But I think even before it was a home, I can make it an accessible studio very easily. Oh, like I'll sick. show up to your doorstep, I'll record your pod, that's or I'll right. have my I'll have like an engineer or somebody else do it, probably because I'll be somewhere else. But it's like I haven't seen that, and I've googled the fuck out of it. Nobody else is doing that. Yeah, so I'm like a little idea. mobile and it would be quiet as fuck. The audio would be on point because those, car, if you've ever like had a, you know, having a phone call even in a car is really right. quiet. So it's like the audio, even if you're in a busy highway is going to be on point. Oh, it's Sprinter podcasts. Yeah. Podcasts on the go or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Dope, dude. I don't know, man. I'm just <laughs> but either way, that's what I plan on doing is doing that. And then I think what I'm going to do in the future is depending on the job and when things become more chill around is like dude we have such a bright future with weed like one of me and you like your girl was cool with you taking a road trip for a month and we fucking just had like a weed road trip across the states like fucking podcasting consultant you could help consult grows yeah. i could help on the other sides like that would be tight dude <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome but like even aside that like we could actually and this is why I think the van's a great idea because I think not only would we be having a fun ass time, like, and those that we'd actually be doing business, but through all that, we could be making our own cool shit. It's like yeah. a, it's like an, it's like a cool way to work, like get consistent shit off 24 seven, basically. Yeah. We'd have to get like a couple stops set up, go to like some different grows and stuff. It would be freaking awesome. It's rare to get blueberry. I feel like I haven't you've had a blueberry hear, strain. You never hear a blueberry. It's the the I don't. I've never since back in. That's why I'm maybe nostalgic for it because I smoked a blueberry bud back in Jersey, and I haven't really been able to find that blueberry. We used to get that like back in the day. What happened? Here. Why did it get it? Why, like, I just think it wasn't that good. And oh, you don't like it? Wasn't yeah. as good, so people just stopped growing it or people lost the genetics. We used to get this stuff called blueberry kush. Yeah. Well, I think it's a potency thing because I, because I think, I don't know, maybe it became uh, like blue dream probably replaced that because it kind of had that like, yeah. And blue dream, I didn't know smell. And that was like a real heavy yielder for people that like grew, I guess. Cause that was like popular as fuck for a while, like early on, you know? And I didn't, somebody was telling me why the other day. That I didn't realize. He said, Blue Dream is the easiest strain not to fuck up if you're a rookie. Yeah, it's like easy to grow, yeah. you know? So it's like all around. So then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's popular and it's the easiest one to grow. 
Yeah, there's now there's like you could look it up on the internet. There's like all these memes about it, you know, because people fucking hate on that shit. <laughs> well, people that hate on Blue Dream are not cool. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like, why are you gonna hate on no. weed? It's well, like you've got some better shit to do, you know? All well, weed, all, well, it's all like, weed's good yeah, for it's something. Like, uh, I feel like. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, and yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not gonna hate on um anything. But I did see an interesting strain the other day that was very high CBD percentage. It made me think of my friend because I never look for that. He's like, bro, I was in California. My buddy Bryce, who's been on this podcast today, and I had a really nice CBD pot forward joint. I've never had that out here. Yeah, I've seen a little bit of that flower for sale, but I've never just, bought it, you know? Because but it's like... That's, that, you just hit the nail on the head. Yeah. That's why it's not produced. I've wanted to get some seeds for it before and like try and grow it, you know, for like the CBD effects. I heard of some stuff called CBG. Have you heard of that? It's mm -hmm. supposed to be like, have like more effects than CBD. I saw some flower from that that looks fucking fire. But I haven't tried it. Yeah, the, I don't know. I don't. You know way about way more about um, those kind of things than I do, especially since you've been like working in the the business now. You know. Yeah. Well, I I don't know if that's true because you're a very knowledgeable person. No, nah, um, like you're just RSO and all these things. Like I don't even know what you're talking about, dude. Well, I just <laughs> think that it's. I just think a lot of these things are need will need to be talked about but it's like it's like what i like to do too and it's like i have so many other things that i'm excited to talk about like i share most of my ideas like on on podcasts and shit but i have a bunch of like ideas percolating for other things that can do dope but it's like i guess i just tell you about koan man so i got your little goodie package awesome hoodie people have been vibing with this oh, this is this is definitely probably too small what size is this that's a small i have a large for you but pretty dope logo yeah that's awesome and then I got you on this uh, little VIP box, bro. Okay. So yeah, so um, it's fun, dude. That's why I like love having you on the podcast, bro. Because you, we like. That's freaking dope. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's set there's um that's a, uh, just a little candle. Oh, okay. But there, I don't have the love in there. But there's six different cordials. So there's all different uh, cannabinoid ratios with terpenes. Mm -hmm. So like the calm is mostly CBD, like one milligram THC just for the bioavailability. Oh, okay. um, koan, uh, the koan wonder there is more of like a uh, nine to, uh, it's like more of an indica feel. Play is more sativa, nine milligrams of THC in there, three CBD. So, and then like creates pretty dope. It's six milligrams of THC, six CBD. And then if you pop one of those open, I'm curious to see which one you decide to, Try, try a little play. Try, try a little play. So, so you just drink it, so, or you can mix it too. Oh, so, okay. just just push it. Oh, okay, yeah. or you push in the size. Okay, no, it's interesting to see. I always love seeing I, people. My girlfriend says I'm like an animal. Like, <laughs> when it's like a plastic thing, I'll just like stick my finger in. And it's like, who opened this Wolverine or something? She always like makes fun of me for that. Dude. So I'm surprised I didn't just like tear open the whole box. No, I love stuff. it. I love it, bro. But yeah, this is some. I'm the same this way. I find myself stuff. getting a. I find myself getting aggressive, especially with the weed eighth bags. Like I'll just rip this bit. Just, yeah. I'm pat. I ripped the Ziploc part right off. All right. So this is called the play one here. Yep. So yep. So that's um. And if you look inside, like, mm -hmm. gr grab the open pack and then just flip it like this. 
you can see the primary terps in in the ratios that they are like the most primary oh, okay. in, so in the bar graph yeah okay yeah, i know i like those ones and then it has the the cannabinoid ratio as well so yeah, it's like an upbeat social feel but it's just it's just um so you said there's like six milligrams of thc oh there's nine milligrams nine? in there is oh, that okay. too is that all good yeah although yeah not a thousand. I think. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, just tear it down. How many milligrams is in like a joint? You think? Of, like good weed. That's oh, a great fuck, question. I broke the fucking thing off. That's all right. You just you can Still open another one. All right. See how it happens. It's a thing. There there are little instructions in there. But I respect it, dude. I'm the same way. My girl would get mad at me because I would just buy something that I need to set up and I never read the uh, manual. Like if I buy like any piece of furniture, mm -hmm. I'll never read it. I just start building it. And then yeah, like... Yeah, I'm the same way. <laughs> like for my, I have kids, you know, so with the toys, I'll just start going, you know? But, Sometimes it fucks us over though. But I, I'm so lucky, dude. My, my girlfriend, she's like, she's takes over those things luckily let me crack one of these and do a little cheers so yeah it's zero calories um cheers vegan cheers man so yeah you can mix it in whatever you want as you oh it tastes good this would be good in like a margarita yeah i, I enjoy that's probably one of my favorite tasting but it's like I like how you can shoot it like it little straight. Like, like yuzu juice, dude. The Hattori Hanzo. I have some yuzu juice <laughs> at my house, you know, right now, and that, it tastes like that. Dude. Do you, do you you remember the Hattori Hanzo? Yeah, that like whiskey. Sour yeah, yeah. What was it? It was uh, Santori Toki. Shout out Keenan. Uh, what was it? Santori Toki, um, some matcha simple syrup. Yeah. And yuzu uh, liqueur. liqueur. Like, yeah, and then well, there was a little lemon juice, right? Then some lemon, yeah, and egg whites. Well, yes, yeah. yep, yep. Yeah. Dry shake it. Dude, that shit was on point. Yeah. We got this uh, drink at my job right now called the Stony Negroni. It's like a mezcal Negroni, and they serve, well, I don't know, everyone kind of got lazy on this, but when we open, there would be like a bunch of rolled joints and it comes with a joint attached to it a it's, real joint no it's like a chai well, tea joint or something like that but they'd fire it up you know so pretty, well, a pretty good presentation for your drinks you should fucking do that though. bro that's where i think though that <laughs> with a real joint, i i though, think you know? i think with I, I think you're also in a very interesting place like myself because like i've been in the beverage sales game for a while but you've also been in the bartending world like me for a minute in the, the service industry and your fucking expert grower. And it's just super interesting to see those spaces. Like, I feel like that's where we're, we'll have our shit happen. I feel like it's going to be, and that's where I want to ride it out with legalities and shit. Cause like, yeah. I feel, I feel like maybe five years from now, it'll be more open. Like, Oh, I can open a lounge without fucking giving my left nut. Yeah. Like with, <laughs> like with like a lounge or a restaurant, when I eat out, I'm like, man, they would make so much more money if I could just smoke a couple bowls right now. I'd get dessert. I'd get another round of drinks in a few minutes, you know, because you're just like. Well, I think. <laughs> and that's where I think. The, and they could be selling well, you the weed, too. Well, I think. Like, but that's where I think slightly differently. I think the same way, but with drinks like this. Because I think somebody who's a smoker like yourself, correct me if I'm wrong. If yeah. for dessert, you could get a 
20 however many milligram shot of cannabis or you could get a cannabis drink yeah i would you you yeah. still would yeah I would. but because like this i think the thing that's going to happen is I, I love smoking I was just, i'm about to spark this j back up obviously but it's like people in the, in the public setting that's why they got rid of like cigarette smoke besides the health reasons is certain people aren't comfortable with it yeah it's going to be there and that's going to be the case right is it becomes more normalized people don't want smoke blown in their face true well, like, i do i'm cool with it but like, just like in general, right? Like yeah. to, for the high, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. It's like, it's so different with like a joint or a blunt or if someone's like doing like a bong or something or a dab because it just is like comes and goes. Yeah. But like a joint or a blunt's just like in the air like the whole time, well, you know? So I don't know if they'd... Well, I th- it might it, it might just like become like, like dab bars or something. I, if if I had a place as much as I love smoking joints and flour, I would only have a rooftop spot just for that. Yeah, I would have a rooftop for the flower lovers, and then like for people that like would just like didn't want to, or you can go up there too, like go have your dinner and go up. Like that's kind of like a different lounge area, but I think on the lower levels it would be just like just vaping and drinks. And then you can go up and you can still have dinner up there. So like you yeah. can, I think like you can hit every angle and I've seen green street has opened up recently. I would need to pop there and check that out. Have you heard of that at all? Yeah. What's your thoughts? No green street. I haven't dude. How fast do these things work? <laughs> <laughs> they kick That's in. My question, dude. I'm like, dude, I'm feeling fucking like, dude, these are like, these those like fast onset. Yeah. It's, it's rapid onset. You like, uh, Couple minutes of fifteen minutes should be feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> What's Green Street? Um, it's a, it's the downtown. It's in downtown LA. The marketing agency that's also like Gary V's an investor. Oh, okay. So they work with like major brands like Two Chains and shit. But I saw they had an event recently. They just opened up. But I need to go visit it. I don't know a lot about it, but I think they're doing like a WeWork space, like where you can have like an office there if you're a cannabis brand. Oh, okay. So it's pretty like. It's pretty fucking dope. Is it like a store too? Um, like I think though they have a restaurant. Oh, they're okay. they're and they're planning on having lounges. Like they're just like doing it, doing it proper. I think. But yeah, I, I know I right mean, now it's just like another aspect to like you know like it's, it's the possibilities are endless. You know, it's just like food, wine, beverage. You know, but now you have cannabis too. It's like a whole other aspect to like a restaurant. You know, and you have your your cannabis program you know it's like are we gonna have those drinks like you said after the meal or for the meal like and that's where it's right now like and that's how i'm and that's where like a moment ago with like our experience is like that's how i'm pitching people too who have lounges yeah is like i know the space i know the beverage world and i can curate like a craft cocktail experience with koan at your lounge and i can not only do that but i can help train your bud tenders and teach them the skill sets yeah it's and there's it's coming dude there's not many brands that can do that it's just like la has so many lawyers will probably be like we won't be the first ones to like do this shit dude it'll be new york because you see in new york now you can smoke weed on the street you know that right you can just walk down the street and smoke weed and then I you, saw you've always were, been able to do that in new york were, well like i know i did but now yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, fully know, legal but, yeah. you know and like I heard they were doing some like new like walk and sip like red cup law too, possibly. They they they, they were like yeah you can just well, uh, whenever I went to New York is it you know, like, dude they were dude I would 
when I was a young teenager, I yeah. would I would walk around New York City with forty ounces, yeah, and smoking blunts. Yeah, I guess they have real shit. To do yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. I wasn't I wasn't walking through nice like I wouldn't go through like a super nice area I doing that. Everything's becoming more tolerated. When I don't know if you go to the beach much, but like it's been dude, a minute. I'm overdue. It, you should go to the beach, and you're gonna be like, holy shit, it's legal to drink on the beach now. Well, I used to be so. That's what I would think too, because I would. Or the craziest one was Dockweiler Beach. Have you been there? Yeah. Yeah. So that was my first time there. Everybody is. So there's the fire pits, people digging their own fire pits. People walk around with cases of fucking getting lit. I'm like, is this like that beach? Yeah, was, there was only it was like, like a, one beach in California and San Diego where it was like legal to drink. And I'm pretty sure they banned it. But like ever since the pandemic, it's like no one gives a fuck, dude. Like every beach I go to, it's like people are just like fucking blatantly drinking. Like when I would I'd be like, oh, I should probably just like poured in something else you know i'm not trying to fucking get a ticket on the beach you know i'm trying to i think i think day, though people know? i think people drinking out of glass should get tickets though yeah probably you don't want because fucking, yeah it's like nobody wants to get their fucking foot the, like beach, nobody yeah. wants to get their foot stabbed and let's be real if you broke if i broke a corona bottle on the beach i would try to clean it up but who knows if you're gonna find all the pieces yeah, and how many cool. drunk people like that's the only thing i think you let people drink all they want but it's like I, I agree with the glass aspect. Yeah, that's true. Because glass is, yeah, it's, Yeah, but, you don't want to fucking do that. But, yeah, but it's, it's fun, it's, man. It's, I'm it's overdue stuff. for just a beach day. Yeah. Fucking set up a tent, kick it. It's, well, I haven't been to Venice in months, but I went to Venice right when they started cleaning it up. Oh, okay. I it haven't was, been there. It was night and day, dude. This so is probably six months ago. So it was right because Venice started to clean up the area and they just pushed all the hobos down the street more. Or wherever, but I was walking down it, and I'm like, dude, this is a whole different fucking vibe going on here. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. But right now, I don't know. I haven't been in a minute. I mean, the homeless things, uh, something interesting too. I don't even want to go down that whole fucking rabbit hole, but yeah, something's got to figure uh, out. It's crazy. They built some like houses by my place. Like little shacks, you know, it's fucking where people can live, you know, they just need to make more of that shit, I guess, you know? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, it's, it's gotten crazy. Yeah. It's, it's pretty nuts, man. But I feel like, oh, and have you seen all this stuff going on with the, um, trying to get fucking weed, legal weed in the Redondo and Hermosa and shit? Not that much. I saw something about, uh, Hawthorne they were gonna have like some city council meeting about the future of weed in Hawthorne and what they plan to do I know uh like Orange County opened up a bunch of shit because originally like Santa Ana was the only city that could do shit out there but now like there's more places opening up out there and Orange County, but I haven't heard shit about that. But well, it's like, like what? What? I don't get the to, problem. Dude, I like, remember when there used to be shops in Redondo. There was a shop on 190th, right past PCH. It used to be like my local skateboard store, you know. And then they fucking were like a weed store for a while. But then there's a moratorium in like Lawndale, Redondo, Hermosa, Redondo. Wait, why don't they get over it though? Like, what's the issue? At least the one. It's all about their property value. You think it? Yeah, totally. They think it's going to lower their property value? Totally. Yeah. You think it will, though? No. But it's just the look of like being in like a multi. Now, like I looked at houses the other day and I'm like, holy fuck. Like Redondo for like 
the shack that was built in the early 70s, late 60s, the small, like the house that like you're going to buy to tear down, dude, it's a million bucks for like the shittiest house in the town. You know, it's like if you're by the beach, it's like four million for like the house, you know, so it's like, yeah, they've always wanted to keep it out to keep like the the riffraff out you know keep the bad people out but it's like the truth is is all like a lot of these people smoke weed anyway and now they're just get it through delivery services it's just some like rich fucking you know it's like the people that go to these meetings just you know before yeah, this, like, yeah. the, the, they like beat the the stoners that are just saying no the shops they're like yeah we're gonna kick these people out fuck that we need a yoga studio, not a weed studio. But it store, just doesn't make you know? like, and that's where like I, what you're saying makes perfect sense because like from like a different perspective, like it makes so much sense. Like, like being on the beach and smoking, like because that's like the surf life, like beach life. Like I picture people yeah. smoking. Yeah, like. it was there. It was right there. But like they kicked it out. They have some illegal shops in Redondo. For really. Sure. There was one shop like on the border of Manhattan that was like behind a Costco. And they're like, yeah. So the, I was like, how do you have a shop in Manhattan Beach? And they're like, well, technically, we're actually a delivery service. And across Rosecrans, that's Hawthorne. So we have our warehouse right there. And you go in and you order your weed, right? And then someone drives it across the street in like a couple minutes and gives it to you. So they found like a legal loophole Whoa. to get a shop in Manhattan Beach, but they're gone already. There, there you know, is, there is one shop though. There is out. one shop kind of like in the Hermosa area. Where? Um, I'm trying. It's all. It's oh, off on, PC. On aviation. There's it's like, really small shop. On aviation. It's called the Green something maybe. Um, there's like this pineapple one or something. There's one in Redondo, like the church. They have a church in Redondo. Yeah, I mean, let me tell me about the churches. It, it. But the church gets. They've been like. I know they've been shut down and reopened like multiple times. You know, but they do the church loophole, and now you have to like. My friend who like goes there, he like is like, yeah, now you have to actually like eat a little edible to go in, you know, to prove you're not like a cop and shit. <laughs> I feel like if I was a cop, I'd still definitely eat it. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, part of my job. Yeah. Right. Like, is it like that's what I've always thought. Like, like if I was like, isn't that part of the thing about being an undercover cop is you can still get high and shit. Like I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't either. You know? I'm just, I'm, I just picture I think myself. If they're I was, a cop, they have to like say something. Then I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't. I have no fucking. Idea. I know. I, all I know is I. Have, I guess I'm just thinking like I guess people just want to go fucking bust people. I was, I was big. That's the only reason I would want to be undercover is like I can actually like it would just be a loophole to get high. I mean, I can have drugs in my system. I don't know. You watch movies <laughs> and stuff. Whenever there's like some huge drug deal, they're like, oh yeah, do a little bit of this coke, dude. Here, try it right <laughs> now. You know, like. I don't know. That's what you see in the movies. Yeah, anybody, you know, that's yeah. like their test. Yeah. You know, like all right, if he's, he better do this shit or he's not legit. You know, that's where power. That's where like shit like that's crazy. It was like if somebody's like, yo, smoke a bowl, I'd be like, all right, like. But once people start putting like other drugs out, it's like, dude, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't really fuck with that stuff <laughs> too much, dude. Like, I just always stayed away from it, dude. It's there's that's a good. I'm the same way. I'm just like a weed and. I enjoy good beer and good cocktails. But. Yeah, me too. I don't know. It's, it's like shit's changed now. There's like so many fucking drugs. It's scary, and stuff bro. Now, like. And even having like, you know, it's with all this whole fentanyl shit and it's crazy. Yeah, I'm glad I missed that. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When I was younger. What you was know? it when we, yeah, what like was when it? When I was really? younger, it was like weed and mushrooms and fucking acid. Some kids were doing coke and stuff, but people weren't like fucking with all these different pharmaceuticals and. How does like, that feel as a, if you don't mind me asking, how does that feel as like a parent, like knowing that's going to be like even worse in the world when they grow up? I don't know. Just try and be honest with them. And I don't know. My oldest has like stayed away from that stuff. So yeah. I don't know. Hopefully I did something right there, you know, but I think it's yeah. just kind of fucking scary, but I, it's just like everything. It's like there's fucking a million of fucking everything now, dude. You know, it's drinks, food, like the variety that's available is like fucking like I see your shelf right there. And that's just one brand. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, there's just it's like there's something for everyone. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And like the people that you didn't even know exist, there's something for them, too. You know? <laughs> yeah. And that's where it is so interesting is like you see certain things and it's like especially with the regulated market you wonder if there's an like it's you see certain niche products or it's like like how is that thing right now yeah i'm like who asked for this shit yeah. you know like yeah. who like who like made a company for this thing like it's so random but it's like with the internet and with marketing and being able to like them to like target the exact person that wants this you know it's like I guess that's why it's like that, you know, like you turn on your, we're still not there though. I don't think in the cannabis space fully Yeah. because other we're, we're not, is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's, and that's the thing is I think that a lot of people are doing certain things for the future, which is a good thing, but there are so many things that can happen. We, we could be in this like perpetual state of recreational cannabis in California for another couple of decades, or it could be fully rec like legal across the States in a month yeah i don't it's gonna be like i feel like i don't think gonna that's gonna be happen fully legal across the states like sooner than later you know because like they're just like i'm thinking five out. years they're missing out on too much money they're, it's just dumb like they like rip off all the growers in california so much and all the shops have to pay like so much tax the ones that are doing it legit compared to other businesses that it's like how is it not a no-brainer for them to be like, yeah, we need to do this? I guess there's probably like this old people. There's probably it's just, there's probably like illegal underground I, I think, connections. Like, all right, well, if you fucking do this, then like whatever, like that's true. Illegal that's true. drug trade that might be connected with the government or not, like they're gonna be fucked because of that. Like, I don't know, you know. I, I that's a good point too. I, I thought my my what I was about to say is I think it's just like the old sentiment. Like just say no. Like look at the people that we have making the decisions. They're old school as fuck. Like that's what I I see. I'm like, why? Like I'm like watching the <clears throat> that like. Oops, I come. This thing got me, dude. The fucking like, you know, the Biden, State of the Union. State of the Union. Yeah, I'm yeah. watching the State of the Union, and like I'm just looking at like nancy pelosi and biden and i'm like why are these old ass people running our country they're fucking old dude like they look like they could just keel over at any moment yeah. and it's like the, the once you're like 70 do you have the best interest of all like the children and everyone well, so maybe your, maybe you could be like on I an environment i agree like, that's what i thought I, I think the exact same thing but i'm like me trying to be nice i'm like maybe you could be like on an advisory panel like just like but 
that's why I don't fuck with it usually. But like I see people like I saw his video fucking uh, Jocko Willink. I don't know if you ever follow that guy Navy Seal. Yeah. He did a video to like Putin about the shit, which is crazy because um, um, Margot, who you know, my my girl was um, from Kyrgyzstan, the mm-hmm. first city to get taken over. Oh fuck. Yeah, but she's still she's still here, she's right? here, oh, okay. but she came here when she was eleven. But like her grandma's there, like and her, she had friends like sending her crazy videos from like her apartment, like where she used to live. Like there was like literally like fucking organs on the ground and shit. Uh, is her like, mom still there? Her grandma is. Just her mom's in Kansas. Fuck man. That yeah, sucks. so it's like crazy to like actually know somebody on like the. Yeah, I see the videos and it's just fucking terrifying. Yeah, man. it's like I, I can only imagine what those people are going through it's like fucking apartments are like fucking just blown up and shit you know it's like terrible yeah and that's where it's like i don't even know but what i what i do know is that that's what i always say like sometimes my my family like we'll get into conversations we'll start getting about like you know talking about deeper things and maybe potentially like political ideologies and shit yeah and then i'm the person who doesn't really get into it what i like to say my underlying thing is what can i control like what can i personally influence right now we can talk about the government doing this and this this, is blah 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 what can I do to actually do something like yeah. people love to talk all day, but it's like, I feel like the talk should be like, what can you do today type shit, you know? Yeah. So that's where I always try to bring it back. Even if I'm like, it's just interesting because people want to like, not, not necessarily even family, but people want to dive into so deep things, but it's like, what can we do? What can I do? Or what can yeah. I actually do? Yeah. I don't know. It's exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's where I feel like I fuck with the weed because I was like, there's always something to give back there. So like, and I think that's an underestimated thing that like when, when, you know, you talk to people who use it for medicinality too. And like, I believe I'm a recreational and like medicinal smoker. Like I actually have like back pain and other pains and shit. Like it actually does help, but I do like it just to chill and have fun too. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you're the same way. Like yeah. there's actually yeah, medicinality. Totally. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's interesting. Exactly. Like, why wouldn't you use it for both? You know, if it works for both, then by all means. That's where I think that the other, you know, cannabinoids will be interesting to see how those, I think those will play a, be, a better part for people who aren't, who are more and more just want to be medicinal and don't want to get a feeling from it. But I mean, I don't know. What's your thoughts? Have you smoked like other, have you smoked Delta, a Delta 8 joint? No. Neither have I. I've eaten a Delta 8 gummy and it got me pretty high I'm like i think that's supposed to be the difference in that well it's like suppose delta eight supposed to be more of a body high oh okay but what i really think it is is it is a different chemical structure but the reason why it's popular is because it's sellable across the united states legally yeah wow. in like 30 some states or something oh, i could okay. i could have a delta eight gummy right here like and be selling it to like other states online legally oh weird yeah it's like cbd or like these people let's look i need to look this shit up what's this hhc shit i don't know i haven't even heard of that because i've I've seen that popping up it's like the new delta eight okay maybe it's not even i thought it was like a fucking like branding thing
Bear with me. What is HHC? This is Leafly. Um, the hemp-derived cannabinoid has a lot of potential, but invites many questions too. Among the wave of hemp-derived cannabinoids sweeping the country, Delta-8 THC, Delta-O THC, and Delta-10 THC. I didn't even heard of Delta-10, to be honest with you. Among them, few have eluded public understanding more than HHC. Googling the compound brings up a host of contradictory information about its legal uh, legality, um, et cetera. What the fuck is it? Making sense of HHC is complicated in part because it has only recently reached the market and only a handful of retailers are selling it, mostly in the form of vape carts. The cannabinoid offers lots of potential, however. Don't be surprised if you start hearing more about it soon. As state and federal agencies continue to ban Delta-8 THC, the most popular hemp-derived cannabinoid, HHC, offers a tiny bit more legal promise and appeal. Since it's not actually a THC compound at all, it may also elude other drug tests, although the evidence for that is purely anecdotal at this point. HHC is one of the fastest growing products, um, uh, one of the main retailers of cannabinoid total leafly that's due to regulations. So... It sounds like another cannabinoid kind of. It, sounds like it just sounds like a marketing yeah, scam. It sounds like another way for fucking rich guys to make fucking money. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what all yeah. those things sound like to me. It's like, well, weed's legal, but this is kind of like weed, and our scientists yeah. have found that this and that, and like, you know, there's always gonna be like the dumb end of consumers or whatever, or like, you know, the people that like are just gonna buy like whatever. Oh, this is legal though. Oh, fuck yeah, because I can. I live in Texas and it's a felony for weed still, so I'm. I can't risk that, but I wanna be cool and fucking. I don't know. Like, there's just like so many people and so many links to hit these little niche markets with like Instagram and shit and all these different groups that you can like focus your marketing to. You know, it's like it's there's just too many people out there and there's gonna run with it these companies are gonna yeah, be like, oh yeah. we can what's what's the legal loophole like they just said in there they're like well they're outlawing delta aid so what's the next yeah, thing that they yeah. can make this i like, guess yeah you're 100 you're uh, dude i fuck with what you're saying yeah and like the head shops all have that like fake weed stuff you can smoke and i don't well, even i guess know here's what, what i think i don't even I, know what i the guess fuck that is, i guess yeah you know? i guess like, what i think is that at the end of the day if you're looking to get high, you should not be focused on having any one compound, right? Like, I don't want to just smoke Delta 9. I don't want to just smoke Delta 8. I want, like, the rounded effect. Yeah. Unless like, you're, like, like unless no, it's medicinally there's a, there's dialed a in. Whole, like, like, every element of it, like, adds to, like, part of the high, you know? Like, the feel, the touch, the smell, the smoking it, it's all kind of part of it, I feel like, you know? And if you smoke weed or have a dab, I feel like that's like you get like the most out of the experience. If you just want the feeling, then like an edible is the best. And then it's like not as bad for you because you're not smoking anything, you know, like smoking weed. Obviously, it's not as bad as cigarettes and stuff, but it's probably not good for you. And they haven't done like. The government barely fucking studies weed or something. I know like Ole Miss University, they have the right to like study weed and grow hemp. They're like the only college that has that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that? In Mississippi, they have it's... like a giant hemp field and they like own the rights to it. I, that may have changed. I don't fucking know. That's, that's how stupid our country is. Like they could have been making so much money off of like 
hemp there's like more products coming out with hemp like even at costco it's like oh yeah sprouted fucking hemp seed it's like a fucking you see the rock star protein you know they have hemp rock star now yeah hemp seed rock star yeah like hemp is just like a good selling point it's anything just, it just, with hemp it, it, is like it's yeah it's just right now you know exactly and that's why you're like you're saying like this people just getting into it for that like oh it's gonna sell but i think we, and that's where once again we always i feel like we talk about too when we're to, here together is like dude anybody that's like has sounds fucked up like half a brain um wouldn't buy like i'm not gonna buy like cbd infused shorts Right, but you know, but yeah, dude, I've seen CBD infused pillows at the ninety nine cent store. I swear to God, dude, I'm like, okay, you infuse my pillow with CBD for ninety nine cents. I'm gonna like, re- no, they have like shit for like ten bucks uh, and five bucks. You know, they have like all different. Still, or would you just spray it on there? Like, I don't know, but I was like, dude, they even have CBD at the ninety nine cent store now. That's it's, it's like. In Big Bear, there's this coffee shop, and they sell like CBD infused coffee drinks and stuff. That's who you need to target. This is why I, you know you need to target, dude. Starbucks, get them to get the CBD Cohen coffee. Well, that, well, that, that that's the thing though is that we did we do put a one milligram of THC in with the high CBD ratio. Yeah, because we actually are scientific based, and that's why we didn't want to just be like oh, let's just go sell CBD everywhere is because the THC actually helps the CBD uptake. It helps it. B- like biologically. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like yeah. it helps it. Up, but, it just helps the whole. But you can sell like the one to 10 ratio legally or something, right? Really? Isn't that I, true I thought or you is could, that not? I, I don't thought, know. I, I feel I like I heard that somewhere. I would have to do research on that. I feel like you can't sell. And if there's any THC in anything, it can't be sold across the borders. But I did see a fucking sick article the other day. Yeah. There's some, there's something in the books going through legislation right now. Um, I should know more, and I or maybe not, that's the recommended but I saw, ratio dude, for like uptake. Of dude, I saw. I, don't I know. saw there, there's something going into the courts or right now. Um, and please look it up. I just saw like read a little bit about it, but they're trying to um, allow interstate commerce. So for the first time, and it makes so much sense for California's market. And the growers, especially for, like for to, yeah, export yeah. it to, to places that have the same legality. So it'd be a partnership thing, kind of like, hey, Arizona, you were kind of on a similar level. Are you cool with partnering with California for interstate commerce? Yeah. Um. So like, oh, we can finally from Humboldt bring our shit to Arizona. Right. Or to up north more, you know? Yeah, because like Humboldt, that's like the cheapest place you can grow because you're using the sun, you know? And picture that, like that when i saw that article dude i just smiled because i'm like dude if that happens that's a huge breakthrough yeah and then maybe they'll be able to get more money because they'll have more yeah to be able to offer it up to and then i don't even know how it works if like you're contracted to give everything to one distributor i'm sure there's all kinds of different deals that go on i think that there's a lot of like licensing things but i think a lot of times you can sell in bulk and white label a bunch of stuff. I don't know if there's like certain, I don't think you need a special license for that as long as you're a manufacturer and have this like a seller's permit potentially. I could be talking about my ass here, but I think there's a lot of growers who grow stuff and they have their own company and then they also have their excess or they have other rooms where they allow for that white label process. Yeah, or they have the smalls brands, you know, everyone's left their like small nug for cheaper stuff, you know? Yeah. What What are your thoughts on that? 
What are your thoughts on smalls? I don't know. I want like nice nugs when I buy weed, but it's like I guess it's cool. Have you ever but bought a? I've thought, never bought a bag I've of smalls. Never bought one, you know. But yeah. it's like well, I have like at a shop where it's like they'll have like little nugs at a shop for cheap, just to like get like a little more, you know, once in a while. But usually, I'm trying to get like something really good when I when I buy a bud, you know? yeah. Yeah, I'd buy smalls. Like I bought this bag of shake. I still need to make edibles for. That's why I bought that bag yeah. shake. Yeah. But. I would buy smalls either to make, probably not even make edibles with, but I would definitely buy it to roll blunts with and shit. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's a nice, I feel like smalls are the perfect blunt and even joint. Whereas like, I feel like just regular buds, I still love rolling in joints, but like more like pipe material. Yeah. But I, I see smalls as being great for blunts. Yeah. Well, they're good. You know, I don't it's, smoke it's blunts that much. It's good for cheaper. It's just like, you know, like if you like test a plant, you know, it's like, best nugs are probably going to have more THC or terpenes than like some of the smaller ones. Well, know? that's what's interesting about testing too, that I need to dive more into is like, yeah. how is it done? Like they're going to so give, they're going to give you the best top nug of their bud, you know, to test, you know? Yeah. It's like, so they make sure they get like the highest terpene and the highest everything. And if you've like grown bud, like the big tops, those are like, they're better. Yeah. <laughs> It's just there's, it's no, kinda there's like, no doubt about it. It makes know? perfect sense, and it's also yeah. kind of like sad, like giving up that pretty like you're like you pick out the you pick out the best nug out of your whole batch that yeah. you'd want to smoke. They're, they're not gonna be like, well, let's give them a mixture of some of the lower shittiest. Let's nugs. give them let's give them some smalls. Like the stuff that's <laughs> like you know the smallest nug on our plant. No, they're gonna give them like the like prime. So, piece. Do you, what do you think it is though? Like, do you think? Honestly, ask You'd more have people. to like test like from plant to plant, but I know if you did, if you test like the you think you have nugs, to, you think you have to. I don't think you have to test every plant. I think you just give no. Them you just have to test like one. Yeah, plant, probably out yeah. of a batch or a couple. Yeah, like, I don't even know. Like you probably only have to send in like an eighth or something. Yeah, I have no idea what like if you're gonna do like a big run, you know, like what percentage of it has to even be tested. Well, that's what's interesting too with the edible market and the beverage market is a lot you don't even necessarily have to test for terpenes. You just test for THC percentage. Well the terpenes that's more like a branding thing to like on like a fancy bag of weed. They'll be like, oh it has these terpenes, you know, to like But did, but cool, you not you know? do you do you not see that as more important than a THC content though? Uh I don't really care about the THC content. Yeah, so yeah, much, you know? yeah, I care about the smell way more than the THC content. Yeah, so you know, and the like, just the look. That that's why I fuck with people putting the terp content out though, because they, they're like, oh, our our shit actually has this. Yeah, but you're but you're the interesting thing about like the marketing thing that you're saying is like, is interesting because it's now becoming more popular to talk about. Yeah, because what and else it, are you going to talk issues, about? Yeah. How are you going to make a cooler container? How, how are you going to make it? There's yeah. so much cool packaging. It's like, okay, it's all been done with packaging. You have to like write something on it that's going to like speak to people because it's just like a clusterfuck of everything, dude. Like, it's, and that's where it's, it's like overwhelming. Well, that's where to, it's like, super interesting too. All that shit to me, you know, it's like they have too many different brands you know i can't even like identify with one brand and be like oh yeah that's my brand like you were saying because it's like they don't even carry the same brands everywhere there's so many brands you know it's nuts 
Yeah, it, re- it really is. Yeah. And it's like, part of me like thinks it's a good thing. Part of me thinks it's a bad thing. But I'm, I'm more on, I more lean on the side that it's a good thing that it gives the consumers more opportunities to try other stuff they might like. And then the winners are going to win out because the consumer chose for them to win out. Yeah. If that or makes the sense. the winners are going to win out. Because they have they, like, capital. Pay for like shelf spacing. Yeah. Big shops. So, like, yeah. Get more bags on the display and they have more money in marketing to get rappers to endorse their shit and have fucking Gary Payton and shit on their bag of weed. And, you know, like fucking... They just put more money into it, and then the more you grow and the bigger company you are, the less of a profit margin you need to make to like remain profitable because you're just like based on volume, you know? Yeah, and yeah, like you're, absolutely. You, you're just like buying up grow after grow all the time, and you're expanding. Like you're like, all right, we're gonna buy this grow company, and now whatever they grow, it's now our brand, and they're gonna grow our cuts that we have. And you try and teach them the way to grow, but at some point it's like, it's hard, it's hard to have consistency, you know? Yeah. But that's like how, that's, it, that's yeah. how that's the model for like having a massive cannabis brand now yeah. is like, you just, well, that's what I hear about. That's what people say about cookies. I don't really smoke that much cookie shit, Yeah. but I hear there's inconsistencies in the batches. There I, has to be. I don't really they have like fucking like 30 shops or something now, I think. Well, it's like, yeah, it's like, and that's, that's, a, that's the scare with any, you know, with any scaling, right? Like, let's just do the restaurant industry, like, or even McDonald's. Like, I don't know if you've watched the founder movie. When he started scaling McDonald's, they were selling all types of shit. He's like, yo, you got to stick to the menu. Dude, like, McDonald's, little sister, there's like five now. And it's like, dude, whenever a new chef comes, it's like, oh, this looks different. This yeah, it's like every now. time or even every it would be a different they, day. It'd yeah, be a different a day. Different day. Yeah, they can't even get it straight in like one restaurant, dude, let alone like multiple. It's like there one... has to be so much attention to detail. There has to be someone there being like, no, you know, like you and in weed, it's like you can't do that. You're like you fucking grew like 500 pounds of weed. You can't be like, no. You know, we're sent, send it back to the cooks, have them remake it. That shit took fucking four months. Well, to make, that's know? why, <laughs> that's why I fuck with people like farm in a lab, like people like source cannabis. When I had them on the pod, I think yeah. I told you before where they're like, our batch wasn't up to par. So we white labeled it and we lost money f- from that harvest. Right. Or like, cause they were t- planning on selling it to their accounts. Yeah. And like to me, and you're right though, you they they can do that because they're more, um, boutique if you right. will, if that's yeah. the right de- terminology, but like, you can't do that on that scale. You got to pump it out. But, yeah, but it's like, well, but here's what I think though is like, and I will, and I, I forget if I've said this before, but I saw Kiva. Did you see that? What Kiva did with their gummies Mm-mm. with COVID going on? We were talking about fixing cars earlier. Kiva had a boatload of gummies is what their article said, sitting or their containers for their gummies sitting in a dock for in long beach for months. Yeah. They were supposed to have the containers in October. Mm-hmm. They got the containers in January. So the article they put out was a release. And if it wasn't even true, it was still brilliant. But I think it was true probably. It was a release of saying, hey, they let the consumer know our shit was sitting on dock. So they put a sticker on. They made a new sticker and put it on the um, holiday logo. Yeah. And it was at the shipyard. Like oh, okay. like the, the cargo truck sitting there of their containers. Oh, okay. So they rebranded, but we're also honest with the consumer. Oh, okay. And I thought that was from like a, you know, a bigger perspective of a big brand. 
I thought that was dope. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And at the end of the day, it was just a cool marketing move. Yeah, but I know it's like, who the fuck has money to do shit? Like yeah, I was like, that. damn it! Like, oh yeah, just make new bags for it and everything. It was like it those was, new stickers. It took way longer to get. We lost more money. Let's yeah. put more money into it. Like, <laughs> it was crazy, man. Yeah, that is crazy. But I, I appreciated the realness of it, even you know, of just like because I did have the gummies and they they were decent. I, I honestly didn't get that high off them because like five milligrams a piece. And they hit a little different than they usually do for yeah. me. But I just got them because they're on sale. Once yeah, again. that's the thing I always wonder about edibles. Like some shops have so much different stuff. I'm like, dude, do they like do they sell this all or do they, do you? Well, it's throw what, it away when I'm talking to when I'm talking to some of these stuff? like does stuff expire? Like some of my homies who are like who are buyers are saying like that that's one of the hardest parts of the game because there is a year expiration on everything. Most stuff doesn't deserve a year expiration in term in the edible world. Yeah. Like maybe half of it or 75%, if that, but a lot can last longer. Right. But I agree with uh, even the year mark, but the, everybody in the, they have to know when to sell that, especially with flour. It's like, I feel like flour has the year shelf life on it, but if you're going to get flour that's six months old. Yeah, it's like, it just depends how it's stored, you know? Like, it could be, like, even better, if, but it just depends on the container, where it is. Yeah, you know? and that's like, and that's a whole other, like, interesting topic of, like, like a blacked-out container like you had there, which yeah, is what I hear is... Have, which These have some, like, weird, like, paper in the top, though, yeah? Is it like a... Like I a, feel like if you put water in these containers, like, water would, like, leak weird yeah huh? uh, i don't know i but like you know if you keep bud in a mason jar it can keep for fucking some people say they cure bud for like 10 months or like a year and it's got like a different like flavor profile but when you do that usually you like open it once in a while you know there i've seen what i don't know if you've seen it there is a brand i've seen in la that does sell their eighths in little mason jars Oh, okay. And that's their only branding. It just has a simple logo on it. And their shit looks pretty fire. I'm like, I kind of fuck with that when I saw it. Right. Because I'm like old school kind of simple. Yeah. But like you're saying, it's right. still a quality jar. Yeah. Kind of what you're getting. I don't know. It's just like, but when you pay 75 bucks, like you'd rather have some like shit. That just like I, I haven't paid, like I haven't paid $75 yeah. for an eighth since I've been in New Jersey. You miss it out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's some really well, good weed out there. Well, that's why no, I get. That's why like my like, home that's inspector just, ganja. That's just the price for that brand. That there, it's every way. Well, that's why I like it's like seventy three bucks or seventy five. Well, I just get, know? and that's the beauty of like having. You're like in the business, so you can probably get some deals and stuff. Well, yeah, I get like a discount, but I also just get hooked up whenever like whenever I have you know brands and stuff on the pod. I'll just get hooked up, or you'll hook me up with like a you know take care of me and. I've just, and that's the beauty, dude. Like when I first yeah. started selling Bud, that's why I sold Bud. I just wanted to get free smoke. Yeah. Like, so it's cool. Like, obviously, I want to make money, but I like smoking for free. But I did think I put this in my pocket for you. Grabbed it a second before we started. The little, uh, had the uh, homie from Corova on, wanted to give you that live resin. I know you dab a little more than me. Oh, sick, dude. Um, so yeah, he hooked me up with like a whole goodie bag, dude. Oh, okay. They're, they had the, that's where I realized what Delta 8 was really, dude. I ate half this thousand milligram cookie. Has a hundred milligrams of THC. Yeah. The 900 Delta 8 THC. Yeah. And that shit 
fucking rock my world, dude. And then they have like a little 100 milligram gummy and then this Corova Unrivaled shit. But that, uh, yeah, just a little live resin action. Oh, okay. This is dope, dude. I know I need it. I, I'm going to step up the dab game this year is my goal. But I know you already have everything. So. I, I don't even, I haven't done a dab in so long. Oh, really? Probably a torch friggin' crapped out on me. I haven't bought a new one, but it's tough. So I guess I'll take that sucker back to Bed Bath and Beyond tomorrow. Yeah, man. I think I just need, I, I just use my little nectar collector thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, that thing's actually pretty sweet. It's simple. Yeah, I actually like that. I still have that, but you still need a torch. Yeah, yeah, you still need a torch, but I, I like how it's just like, um, but they have electronic ones. All I've always shit. wanted to try one of those Puffco things. I heard yeah, they same break here. a lot, but I heard they're yeah. pretty sweet too. Yeah, it's it's hard for me to, um, and that's the thing about being in the game. That's why I don't just. That's why I haven't bought it. I'm just waiting for somebody to offer it for free. Yeah, like, like I have a hard time. <laughs> Yeah, I don't blame you. It's they're they're not cheap. I don't think. Again, it would be worth it. Like, what? Yeah. Just send me one. I'll fucking wrap it. Like, but you know, it's like this fucking nectar press, dude. Yeah, I don't really mess with the extracts too much. Either. It's hard. You got to have like, everything you on point. You, like, you don't know what you're getting. It's hard to just. Like, but I will the say, cheap shit dude, is the, the the batter. You know, I will say the though, butter, I, dude. I will say. After I pressed the bags with this, yeah, and made edibles with it, was one of the most potent batches of edibles I've ever made. Oh, really? Because I did like two or three bricks that were like a half ounce each of bud of or, the of the of press that, bud of that uh... of the press bud. Oh, okay. So it was pressed in this machine, so it was kind of decarbed. Yeah. And then I put it in a butter or coconut. All I remember is like I was like, dude. Oh, of the slabs you squeeze the rosin out of, yeah, or whatever? yeah. Oh, maybe that like activated. Yeah, so it activated it. Yeah. And that shit was fucking potent, bro. Also, you smashed it so it looked like, and it, fit, it was like more it looked like nothing than you thought it was. Yeah, because you know? I put it, I put though it was two. Yeah, it was a half ounce each. because so I, I put them both in the mason jar and I okay. sealed the jar and I let it infuse in the jar. Nice. And like you're saying, it was just so small. It looked so small. Like you, if it was a ounce, it'd look like this. But it yeah. was like two skinny bags, right? And those bitches were already like decarbed, and that that shit hit. So, but that's what made me, um, that's what gave me a little more love in it, even though I haven't really used it. It's like, oh, I can still get some concentrate from it, but I can also utilize it to make some potent ass shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. For whatever that's worth. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to try it out after. Uh, I wish I had tested it out this uh, fall when I had more bud, but hey, man. more to come. Yeah, yeah. Next time. Next time. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, this batch of the indoors looking better than ever. I'm trying to like get the hang of my little room that I made. So it's coming out fire, dude. Yeah, I guess that that's a big question I have for you actually. Um, before we kind of wrap it up is like ventilation. So if I was just right here in this room, it would be fine. The girl, I don't necessarily need extra air coming through. I could just open a window and be okay. Um, or like have a ceiling fan. Like what, what's like the air in here? You know, so like you don't even like it's going to like come from like through your vents or like under your door, you know, the air is going to come in here, dude. You're, so I'm all place, good. This place isn't airtight. So if you fucking set up a tent, you're going to have an air. But do I do I need, need a tent? A, you need. No, you don't. But it would help. You it don't only... need a tent, but you do need something to like move air. A ceiling fan wouldn't be efficient. 
No, you need a fan and you need a scrubber. Basically. Okay. Because like that's what's if you grew in here, it would fucking smell like a motherfucker without the the scrubber. Okay. You know that thing basically like it has a carbon filter and it like it takes the smell out of the air. So so I could and have. It would it be like, obvious? Like you think if I was growing like. I would for here it would be easy to do a ten because your ceilings are like almost like ten feet. And I could have a ranks of the window there. But the thing is my neighbor has a window there too. I don't want it blowing into their window. You could have it so the tent exhausts into your apartment, dude. And like it would you would have one filter on the inside pulling it through, and then you have the inline fan that's the motor. And it would suck the air through your tent and push it out into here through the carbon filter. So it would be like double filtered and it would have like no fucking smell. Or you could just like hook the other end of the filter into like the ceiling or out. Like even my like fucking oven valve. No, but I I like the idea of having it just come in. You could do that. Yeah, but then it would get like grease on yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like your, stuff, like, I like just having it in here because I have like this area could be opened up for that. Yeah, you could totally have a tent in here, and if you put two carbon filters, if you exhaust the air into here, like it would be fine. Like I have in my room, like I have it in a bathroom, so there's a vent in the bathroom, and I have the filter pulling the air out of the room, you know, to get the heat out out of the ceiling, and then I have like. Uh, that draws air into the room too, you know? And then outside in the outer room, I have like a HEPA filter to like clean the air that's going in there, you know? Legit. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's how I, I have mine. But if I had a tent, then I'd want like two carbon filters, one on the inside and one on the outside, you know? And you could do it either way. You could pull the air from the outside into the tent or vice versa. And that would just either, need a little either, crack. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So it sounds like the best thing to do would be pull it into the tent, exhaust it through here so it kind of dissipates. Yeah, and then you'd need like another exhaust to let air out of the tent too if you were pulling it in there too. You, there could just be like a hole, but I feel like pulling the air out of the tent might be better. You know, I don't fucking know. You, they'll they'll tell you at the shop. I've never had a tent, but like you definitely want. So that. you yeah. So you, you definitely want to do the carbon filter, dude. If you're gonna flower in a tent, so okay. it's gonna fucking smell strong. But I have like no smell, dude. It just pulls it right out of the the room. That's why I feel like yeah. I have. I could have some because I got some openings. I could do some pretty good ventilation. You right? could fit like two tents in here. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, one so I can for do some One for growing or one for drying your shit in when it's done but the hard part is keeping the tent the right temperature you know yeah it can get cold it, it, get, get it gets fickle in here, in here. it, it get, seems like you have windows on yeah this, this wall this wall will get hot as fuck yeah. but also it does get cold quick too because yeah. my son hits this the sun hits the side all day so i have i have blinds out there but yeah but if you get an led i guess those don't run as hot as like the lights i have yeah. So it would. Uh, yeah, in the summer though, you're right though. This this bitch will get hot. It'll be hot. Yeah, but you can kind of time it out so you're like not growing at that time. And yeah. You also have an air conditioner, so like. That's true. Yeah, you can I don't know. I, I forgot I had a bear. I've used probably, it like twice. It costs money to run that bitch for sure. Like if you run that all day, it's gonna be like a few bucks a day. But like, yeah. 
That's, that's true, the yeah. cost of growing. Yeah. You know, if you once you like get like a couple good harvests and you don't have to like buy any weed and you can break your friends off with bud and like it's a nice feeling, <laughs> you know, and it's like just, it fucking helps your wallet, dude. For, for real. Even if you get the buy one, get one, dude, it's like fucking shit ain't fucking oh, cheap. For you know? real, real, cheap, real you know? shit. This is true buzz that Mary Jane. Now we ain't new to this. From my stones and from my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Uh, number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up. Perfect show for my smokers. True buzz. Hey.